everybody. And tonight we're doing Dune, the new Dune, not the 1984 Dune, not the TV show Dune, or any other iterations that uh, pretty much are all bad. Yeah, not the yes, not the book. We don't we don't talk about books here. Uh, <laughs> Dune, also known as Dune Part One, is directed yeah, by director Denis Villeneuve, who has done all kinds of big stuff. Uh, recently, he did. Blade Runner 2049, he's done Arrival, and Sicario, and Enemy, and all kinds of just really good movies. Really quality uh, sci-fi drama director. Uh, and I was very much looking forward to this because I like the concept of Dune, and I have never seen it done well. I have not read the book. I've read the books pretty much impenetrable. Uh, but I, I like the <laughs> idea, and I wanted to see... And I, I figured if anyone could do it, it would. this, this is the director who could make this make sense on screen so i was excited did you know anything about dune going in uh yeah i'm i mean yeah i know about dune i knew about it when it first came around uh haven't read the books haven't seen the movie haven't seen the tv series so my interest level in this was really bad honestly because it's sand science spice sand (laughs) yeah Uh, spice (laughs) <laughs> I I did I never seen a TV show. I saw the movie because the movies by my pretty probably my favorite director David Lynch, and it's his worst movie by far. I think he's disowned it. He's Alan <laughs> he's Alan Smithied it in certain territories. Uh, that movie is very bad. Uh, but this was I was like yeah this the technology's better now, and this is a, yeah. the director David Lynch not a fit for for a movie like this. So this, this is kind of sci fi stuff. But yeah, yeah, he said he wasn't going to watch this either. So. Oh, did he? Yeah, he's not not interested. I guess it just left a bad taste in his mouth, like every, yeah. everything to do, everything Dune. This is what this Dune is, a mythic and emotionally charged hero's journey. Dune tells the story of Paul Atreides, a brilliant and gifted young man born into a great destiny beyond his understanding, who must travel to the most dangerous planet in the universe to ensure the future of his family and his people. So, if that sounds interesting, Dune is in theaters and on HBO Max, thankfully. It's been a yes. busy, uh, busy time for us, so I was unable to see it in theaters, even though I really wanted to see it on a big screen. It just There was not time. So, I saw it in uh, HBO Max. Um, and yeah, those are your choices, and we're going to spoil it here now. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, think, I don't know if I say the year, but the year is 10,191, and Duke oh. Leto of House... Yeah. Duke Leto of House Atreides and ruler of the ocean planet Kaladin is assigned by the Padishah Emperor Shadam Corino IV to replace House Harkonnen as fleet rulers of fleet rulers of Arik Arrakis. Um, so, anyone understand what that means? You understand? You can understand why this was so hard to adapt because it is a giant exposition dump, and there's a lot of planets and species, but. I'll describe it this way. There's the there's the our main character is Timothy Chalamet. That's Paul. He is uh, going to be the ruler of this group, uh, and they are le- currently led by his father Oscar Isaac, and then his mother is uh, is Rebecca Ferguson, and she has her own people that she's affiliated with. And Paul is very important. Uh, he is going to be uh, the ruler of this, but he has a, a separate and even larger destiny revealed to him by uh the, his mom lady jessica's people uh he has this power called the voice i believe is what they call it um mm. and it, it's he can speak in a very certain manner and uh 
you have to kind of hone your skills, but when you're good at it, you can basically force others to do things. Kind of the Jedi mind trick is uh, the best way to think about it, if you know what that is. Right. Um, yeah. So that's that's good. That yeah. is Paul and his people. They are part of this giant empire that spans throughout the galaxy, and there are other factions in the empire, uh, one of which is led by, uh, I'm sure you would probably call him a, a gooey <laughs> guy. Yeah, well, he, Drax, Drax the Destroyer, Dave Batista uh, plays Glosso <laughs> Robin, uh, and he is a member of the uh, House Harkonnen, which are the bad guys for all intents and purposes, and their leader right. is Baron, uh, and that's oh, Stone Skarsgård. Yeah, yeah. It's a good, I thought you were going to say gooey guy, but uh, Stone Skarsgård <laughs> is, their, is their leader, uh, and then there is a third group of people, and they live upon the planet Arrakis. And Arrakis is where everything, most everything in this movie takes place. It's a sand planet, uh, but in the sand there is a valuable mineral called spice. And spice is basically a fuel used to power like all the Starfleet stuff. So it's a it's a stand-in for oil, I suppose, uh, energy. Uh, and right. there is a local uh, group of people who live on the planet, and they are called the Fre- Fremen, right? The Fremens are the people who like live in the sand. Yep. Um, and they uh, they are poor, and they are enslaved by whoever, whatever piece of the empire comes that way. Uh, and so this movie deals with those three sides, and Paul having to. Uh, step up and lead uh, before he's ready because uh, the bad guy group is uh, is attacking his own. I guess we're in spoilers. And so this is a part one. We end up with uh, Paul teaming up with the Fremens, and that's going to be into part two as we see Paul, his mother, and what are the Fremens going to do to, uh, I don't know, free their lands, defeat the Empire? Unclear of exactly right. what the end goal is, but a lot of world building, a lot of big sci-fi-y stuff. Mama K, what'd you think of Dune? Um, I was so lost for a very long time. Um, I, when I see movies like this, I try to at least put it into a context I can understand. So that's why everybody just became characters that I knew them from other movies in. And it actually, I mean, it worked out pretty well. I mean, Stellan Skarsgård is, you know, the job of the Hut character. That works. Um, I don't know that that um batista's drax is accurate but at least i could he's bad guy drax mash him up he's with a villain so yeah he's a bad guy drax that works with job of the hut he's like salacious crumb so um uh so that's kind of what i did and then having oscar isaac in it was helpful because i could just be like oh poe he's a good guy so there we go um yeah, it, it was grueling and a grind. And the first 40 minutes, I swore at the TV many, many times because don't talk to me in all this language that I'm not prepared for. And I can't recognize anything except for uh, one guy's called like the emperor, I think. The old lady that the mom is part of and she's uh, like the reverend mother, I think is what they call her. And she's the emperor's to in this. Her and... Uh, and then Baron is a high, is the leader of the bad guys, and then we don't meet him, but they refer to him as as being, yeah, as the one who says, okay, now your group goes and takes over, and you know manages this planet, and your you know the other group is gonna be oust, ousted. So, um, yeah. yeah, she'll be in part two. I have a feeling there's there's a couple of people 
Uh, part two has been greenlit, though, so they're going they're going to make a part two. Right. And you don't know, I, you know, I didn't know going into this that this was a part one. And I learned that partway through because I was trying to look up on the interwebs exactly what it is that I was watching at the time, which I really don't like to do in movies. This was a drudge for me. I, I kind of, I, I, once I figured out who was who and uh, what the beef was going to be and all of that, it was easier to watch. I didn't really care very much about um, the Timothy Chalamet's character. I don't know that he was compelling for me to watch. Yeah, it seems like an in story, like an it's like an in joke that I'm not part of. So this seems like a world that a lot of people know and a lot of people like that I have no it's like it's the Game of Thrones for me or it's the Lord of the Rings for me. I don't have any I don't know anything about any of that. And this is where I landed here, too. So eh. also, if you're there to see Zendaya, good luck with that, because she just is there in some really weird dreams until the very end. So. It's at two ninety three seven right now for box office, uh, which is low for a movie like this. But it's also HBO deal, so yeah. I don't know how much they're also getting on the back end. So yeah. it must be enough yeah. to uh, to greenlight it. Uh, it's got and this is a solid critical and user scores too, and they're in the eighties, I believe. I think user score might even be higher. User score might be in the nineties. But the only people um, that are going to go see this movie are people who want to see this movie because everyone that I've mentioned it to is like. Yeah, no, I'm not. Why Why did they do that again? Because nobody wanted it the first time. Nobody wants it now. Nobody read the Does books. everyone in your world know Dune? Because people my age don't know Dune, like the casual. Like, yeah, uh... like, I mean, not, obviously Jess and Nicole have never heard of Dune right. because they don't, that's not the, the kind of type of pop culture they're aware yeah, of. Yeah, they do because... Uh, but the, I don't think most people I know know Dune. The first one was age. out, you know, in 1984. So my people were adults, young adults. But did anyone watch that? That was such a piece of garbage. Well, no, like, that, I can't and, even imagine it made anything at the box office. But that's the problem is that it looks like, gar- it looks like a, um, like a, cut rate um you know first star wars movie in the desert and nobody's and there's no buzz around you know back then the buzz was how bad it was and i think sting was the only moderate saving grace for it so um people know it because it was out and because it was bad and it was trashed and now people see it again and they're like no thank you Even people that I know that are younger, like that are your age and like, you know, like Zendaya and and Timothy Chalamet and and that's, that's their jam. It's like, no, I'm going to stay away from that. It looks way too, way too inside. It looks way too in joke, you know, that there's just, that's not interesting. It's not a world that's interesting for them. I felt pretty into the world pretty quick. I didn't know what anything was called and I still... I, I can kind of remember certain like names of things, but I mean, I it's it's like any big science fiction or fantasy world. This one is particularly dense. Like this is more dense than and like your average like it's more dense Star Wars or Star Trek. It's probably more dense than Lord of the Rings too. Um, as far as like just the out how outlandish everything is named right and then i like that the, the main guy's paul <laughs> all these yeah, names I know. and the main guy's just called paul well i have my theories on um, why he's called paul but that's yeah we could, we could we could dive in at the end of that <laughs> uh i i enjoyed this quite a bit actually i really this met my expectations i really like this and i i wish i could have seen it the big screen to see like the spectacle of it because 
the effect size it looks like it would be even better on the big screen. It was still good on my my eighty six incher, but it's it's like you get the this like the sandworm thing looks sick, and I love all their different ships, and I, it just it's a cool world that. I, I like. I love Star Wars, but I don't like. I'm like you. I don't really care for Lord of the Rings. I don't. I I've tried with Game of Thrones, and I can't get into it. That medieval yeah fantasy time is not my sweet spot. I like space a little more. Um, but I don't, I'm not a Star Trek guy either. Like I, I'm pretty specific. And this this is a world. I'm like I'm. I want more. I want another. I want another one. I want. I could explore corners. I want to know more about the empire, and I want to know more about their other planets that they're conquering. This is this is intriguing to me. I like I like this setup, and I like our the team the 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 House of Treaties, like the squad that we're following in the beginning, mm-hmm. or at least in the first half, I guess. So, you know, that's Paul and then Lady Jessica, uh, Oscar Isaacs, uh, the leader. And then they got a couple other, uh, like, decently uh, important people. Like, you got Jason Momoa's Duncan Idaho, oh, who's yeah. like a swords master. And he's he's on their side. Josh Brolin is, like, their weapons master. So he's, like, the right-hand man. Um, Aquaman and, and Thanos. Other... <laughs> I mean, this is how I refer to yeah, yeah. everybody in the movie was by something else, so. Aquaman and Thanos work for Poe Dameron. Yeah, and so, exactly. Do you even do you have a Sh- Timothy Chalamet? Because I, 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 when I think of his characters, I don't think of them as such charactery characters. No, just like I mean actual people. No, and for me, the only thing I think of is uh, with the character he played in Little Women, and that's you know not helpful for this. That's where I go to first. Yeah, in the yeah. slightest, I don't have any other point of real point of reference for him. So. He was just Paul. He's he's good in stuff I've seen, but I I, I liked I, I I actually liked him as a character because he the way he is is he could be he could be kind of terrible on someone you don't like, and I definitely like because he's the he's the rich son and he's you know he gets all the stuff and he's like gonna be the chosen one or whatever. Uh, but he, he, I think he takes things seriously and is very capable. I like that challenge scene where he puts the hand in the box mm-hmm. uh, with the lady with the poison dagger. I really like that. I, that made me like him as a character where he like he just over he overcame the obstacle without being like like Luke Sky like being Skywalkery like Luke or Anakin being all whiny about being the chosen <laughs> one. He he he's a much more active and likable protagonist and we're in spoilers the midpoint of the movie is when everything starts to fall apart for house of treaties and that's when the bad guy plan is revealed that the harkonnen people are gonna sneak attack bomb them and they hire like this mercenary group to help them and they basically wipe out all of house of treaties because the the emperor said so or again we don't know who the emperor is yet right um so, but when, like, when I, I didn't want Oscar as it died, I, I definitely didn't want Jason Momoa to die. I didn't even remember seeing what happened to Josh Brolin. I don't remember if we saw him go. I remember him mar- wa- go into battle, but yeah, I, is did they sh- did they show him die? I don't remember him dying. On I screen. don't think so. I just um, it's yeah, watching Poe and Aquaman for sure. Yeah, maybe he'll return in the other one. That'd be that'd be nice. I just I like that. <laughs> I actually ended up liking the good guy squad. I, that Poe is a. I like the the one. The, there's the. F- Fremen woman who's like helping them out. Yeah. Uh, and they there there's like a, a spice accident when they're when one of their big mining trucks breaks or is a there's a, a one of the giant sandworms is coming for them and the 
the, sh- the drop ship that's supposed to pick them up in a case of emergency fails. And uh, y- y- I think the, the Fremen woman is used to all these people who come and colonize her planet being the same and not caring about anybody except for their spice. But he, the, right. but I like that Poe po is actually like a good yeah. leader and he actually <laughs> wants to get the people out. And he, he's right. Uh, and she's completely surprised by that. Like, I know she really, is. She like does a, du- she does a double take that when he says like, yeah. like, like leave the spice, get the 21 people out. We can't carry right. that many. We'll make room. Like I, I, I like all that. And I like, uh, he has the meeting with Javier Bardem, who I guess will probably have a larger role in the next one. Because he's the leader yeah. of a Fremen, a Fremen tribe, yep. and once again, there he's being diplomatic. He's trying to be as like like good to the locals as can while still fulfilling his duties. Like he's, I like, I like the, I like House of Treaties. I like the way they are. Oh, well, what do you think? But I mean, I can see it going really south in the next one if they go one of a certain ways. I mean, maybe the what was the what's the other house Heracles or whatever Her- Hark- Harkonnen. Harkonnen, yeah. yeah. Maybe they started out like that too, and then just you know, as time went on, and you're, (laughs) yeah, you're the lord of the fiefdom, and you decide, you know, you start to get, you know, everything becomes placated, and you want more, and so what do you do? You start exploiting what you have there more. The free, either it's the freemans or it's the spice, you know. So I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's interesting to see. It feels like. It feels like you have an older, like grizzled, you know, fleet of people against this sort of, you know, fresh, new, exciting ones, and like that's not going to last. You know, you that the, ba- the Baron's to. army, Batista's army, is the grizzled people. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's hard to picture Stellan Skarsgård ever being not terrible, though. I mean, every scene they show him, in, he's. He's like classic bad guy sitting in a steam room and he's he's also like a giant <laughs> like slug creature. He is like a he is like a like a slug snake tail. Yeah, he's body Jabba thing. the Hutt. He's very Jabba. He's legitimately. There's one yeah. scene where where uh where Oscar Isaac's uh, tied up at the end of the table naked because they just knocked yes. him out. And he, it's a long table. Everyone's standing around <laughs> at the very end. is just Jabba sitting there, like, eating everything. And no one else is sitting <laughs> yes. at the table. No one else is sitting. It's just him. And I think he even has, like, a right. mouth of food when he goes over and, like, is... is yep. Like, and, 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 like, slimes down the table. Yeah. Like, That's another thing. Like, I... I I don't think about I don't know why I don't think about it, but in this movie I thought about it a lot. I'm like, this guy's like ultra powerful, but every time we see him, he's just sitting in a room with smoke around him. I'm like, yeah, why do you want all this stuff if this is all you're going to do all day? Like, it's not like you're having fun. Like, it's not like you're, he's, you're he's using He's legitimately your... Jabba the Hutt. I mean, there's no, what's the difference? He can, I don't know. He, he, he survived <laughs> the poison attack, the poison tooth attack. Uh, yeah. How did that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was supposed to kill everybody so this felt long did this did this feel long to you because this actually didn't feel long to me i actually it almost felt a little rushed to me honestly and i'm glad there's a part two because i don't know like i don't know what i wouldn't cut anything in here and i want to know what happens in the future and i don't you know i don't want to see a five-hour movie all at once but i don't i think there was a lot of setup that could have gone quicker if they would have been able to i think it took a long time to bring me on board because there was nothing familiar to me. I mean, Paul's name is the only thing that was like familiar and it wasn't unfamiliar like other sci-fi movies where people, you know, it just seemed almost unnecessarily complex. Like 
none of these things are anything that's going to stick in your head the first time you hear it or the second time you hear it. And I'm still struggling now with what, you know, what, what little enclaves each one of these is. Um, so I, yeah, the beginning was rough and the four, first 40 minutes lasted two and a half hours and it got better as, as it went on, as far as I think the pacing was okay. I think there's a lot of time spent on this worm that doesn't really materialize into a whole lot. I mean, they have a little thing toward the end about the worm, but um, I think the worm's going to be very important in the next one. I like I like the ending with well, the that's worm. possible. That's possible, but again, when you get a movie like this, that is a total introduction that doesn't really leave it. I felt unsatisfied at the end because now I'm like, you're going to make me wait uh, probably two years for another movie, and I'm going to not care about that. I guess also. I I knew so, it was going to be a part one going in. I had I had already heard that, so I was I was expecting yeah. a an empire ending, a cliffhanger ending. But it's okay to have a cliffhanger, but like at least have it where there's some sort of where where you feel like at the end of a new hope, you're you're satisfied that that is a whole chapter that you watched. I just felt like I just watched well a new half hope, a yeah, movie. but not but not. I mean, I would say Empire. You, you know, you know, there's going to be more after Empire. I the difference, it. though, is that by now they've already they've reeled you in. You're into that. You're in that whole scenario. So. If you leave people hanging for a couple of years, it's going to be... I mean, I just watched Succession, which had been off television for, what, six months? And I sat there for the first half hour going, oh, my God, what has happened? I don't under, I don't remember what happened last time. So it, I'm, I'm, not the, I'm not the person that's going to be, like, going in two years later going, oh, I remember the Herkonnens and the whatever the heck. I'm not going to remember. Yeah, I usually would not remember those things either because it's too complicated. But I guess it's just because I, li- I liked... I like the story so much, and I've heard some people not liking the plot and it being thin. I, 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 I like I like what everything that's going on here. This is a this is a world I could be I could be like into. I think like if they keep uh, if they keep making stuff. No, this is a world that I resist a hundred percent. I don't I don't like sand movies. Well, so. I mean, it's not my favorite uh, like plant, and that's actually. I I don't I love the first hour and a half a lot, and then once a tr- House of Treaties pretty much falls, and and uh, yeah. the Oscar Isaac's dead, Jason Momoa's dead, and now we're just with Paul and his mom and a lot of sand, and that is why that's that's there's some lulls there where just the two of them like working on his voice and oh uh, okay can i tell you about a part that was so annoying to me i mean most of it was not annoying it was just difficult to understand and then i just watched the rest of the movie it wasn't anything it wasn't like it was like picking it that i was you know not wanting to finish it i wanted to finish it i wanted to see what happens in the movies i was interested in the storyline but mm-hmm. there's the point where it's him and his mom in the sand and they sleep in a tent or something. And then while the tent, while they're sleeping, all the sand comes over the tent. So they have to get out of the tent and they have to climb up this whole big thing of rocks to mm-hmm. change clothes. And then they climb back down. I was like, what the fuck? They had to climb up to the top of this rock formation. They have to get their suit, suit things on, right? Like the, the moisture. Yeah. But why did they have to go to the top of the, the thing to do that? I think Sadai even says when you first meet her, like you took the stupidest way to get here. Yeah, that was just so, un- there are things that are ne- unnecessary. And I think he tried, this director always tries to be smart. And he wants, I feel like he sometimes wants to, you know, 
lord his smartness over people. And people who don't like this movie are clearly not smart. So that's what I feel like when I'm watching one of his films and this actually, like, Arrival. That's how Do you I'm not like his other Arrival. movies? Not really, no. No, what? You don't like Arrival? <laughs> Arrival's amazing. Arrival's like no, one of the Arrival best is alien not, movies Arrival in like is 40 years. Watching, no, it's watching paint dry. Arrival. Arrival's so good. I can't believe... If you no. see, what about Sicario? You gotta like Sicario. Sicario's my favorite. Sicario's different, though. Sicario, yeah, Sicario, that's a... It's okay for me, and I didn't like it in the beginning. I've seen it a few times, and... You don't uh, like the, the beginning I, with the house, with the people in the walls? No, no, no. What I mean is I didn't like the first time I saw it. I didn't uh. like it. And then as I've seen it a few more times, it's kind of grown on me, and I kind of like that. Again, with the sand. But, yeah. Um, yeah, there's some sand. But in a different way. Yeah, so I... Sicario's okay, but... Blade Runner 2049, no. see that one? What is it? Blade Runner 2049. The Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see that either. Have you not it's, seen that? You love the Harrison Ford. Well, yes, but Blade Runner is also a. It was a really trippy movie for me, so I think that I was like not looking forward to that again. For me, it was like a one and done kind of thing. And it, well, Blade Runner. I mean, another, I may see it. Blade Runner is another good example of like. That's a movie that shouldn't work, and like if anyone else tried to make it, it would be like either not faithful to the original, or it would be some, or it would be just like terrible. It'd just be like a ruinous slog. And that's another example. Well, of like he just, I think he he conquers the really difficult to convey things, like like worlds, and like makes them they feel lived in, and they feel like. Like something I could like latch onto, and I want to be there. Like not literally be there, but I want to like experience more from this world's stories. Yeah, Blade Runner though. I mean, Blade Runner was a successful film, so I think that yeah, um, it's not like Dune in that aspect. No, but it is. But Blade Runner is like Dune in that it's a hard. It's not a. Blade Runner is not like an easy to swallow movie or story. Like even the first one, people like that, but it's. It's got detractors. It's very slow. There's not a lot that happens as far as like actual things that happen. Um, yeah. And then like the world's rules and the replicants. Like it's. It, I can also see people being very easily like just like I don't understand what's happening here. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, Sicario breaks the mold on that. It has a a lot. It's more action. Yeah, Sicario is like. the most accessible of all of his movies that I've seen. I haven't yeah. seen I haven't seen Incendies. Um, Enemy is the only one that I don't love. That's the Jake Gyllenhaal one. There's a spoiler or a twist halfway through, so I won't reveal that. But he's like a he, I can't remember if he's like a cop or detective. He's like looking for somebody anyway. But that's I the feel only like one. I might have seen that one. That's the but... only one that doesn't fully work for me. But that one's also a, a decently straightforward story for the most part. I like I like I like his his way. I I think I think he's like a like a like Kubrick kind of director, where like it's so big and grand and different, and like I couldn't I couldn't see anyone else doing it as well. Yeah, I think right now that's probably the case. I don't think there's somebody out there, but I'm not sure. I, I like worlds that other directors build more that are also strange like that, but. I don't know. They might be more accessible, and that's why. This is definitely not super accessible if you 
It's it's not it's not accessible. I I get that. And, no, but I'm someone who just didn't know, dude. I didn't know the in, ins and outs of dunes, and I knew nobody's name and no factions. I knew I knew spice. Like I knew spice was the thing they like and they wanted. I didn't know what it did, <laughs> but I figured it was the the thing right. they wore over. But I didn't know the factions or any of like the, the individual characters. So. I don't know. I was able to pick up on most of it, so uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other... Yeah, but also, what else is happening outside of that world? Like, if this is the one world where the spice is what they're looking for... Well, that's um, what I'm curious. I am curious. Like, I do want to know what's happening in other worlds. It's like when I watch Star Wars for the first time, I'm like, it's a big galaxy. Like, I do I do want to know what's happening. And this doesn't feel like it's, it's, a, it's a contained story, but I feel like there's... I mean, there's got to be more branches of the Empire than these two things, these two factions. Right. Right, and there's clearly other things yeah. they use. They don't only use spice. They have crazy all of all of them have tech. They're they're shield things that they wear that yeah, they wear, that they... so you can get like shot and stabbed like a little bit. Like I kind of like that. <laughs> that just feels like uh that feels like a a player game to me. That's like okay, you can get stabbed six times, and all of a sudden you see your you see your energy going down. Yeah, like a video game. <laughs> yeah, like and then it's like finish him, and then you know. Then it's over. Yeah. Uh, you can, you also, I don't like a movie video. when you're. I don't want you to kill Jason Momoa. Just like you could have, you know. But that's why I, it's so impactful. Is that I, I actually end up liking the House of Treaties characters, and when they fall, it hurts. I don't want them to die, especially not already. I know there's another one, and I'm not totally sold on the Fremens yet. Like I don't know how I feel about them yet. I'm sure they're going to be the protagonists because they're like the indigenous yeah. people, and they use the land. And you know that that right. classic story, but uh, I mean, I we didn't haven't gotten much of them. But the, the, who are the guys? It's Javier Bardem and Zendaya, and I don't right. I don't know either of, if either of them are like super interesting to me. He kills that one guy too, and like that battle, like to prove that he's something. I don't know. I didn't really understand the why that guy <laughs> was, that was about. why that guy had such a beef, but uh, he did right. Um, but I'm still curious where this goes because I want to see. I want to. I I like Paul. I want to know more about the because the mom is like like rebecca ferguson is in this the second most even though she's not like yeah you, you look at the poster she's probably like a tiny little spot in the corner she after after timothy chalamet she is the next most to do she is very integral right well and i think that's just because and well it's interesting that the pose character the so the dad and the mom so and she's a She's a concubine of some sort. She's not his wife, and he's right. you know the, I should have I should have married you. It's like okay, this feels old. I don't like that part of it. I think that feels really old and like I don't know out outsourced. Um, but it's interesting that she's she's this other kind of character that is very uh, you know that has this power, and she passed it along to him. And you know there's there's regret for Poe that this is happening to him when you know he was like we shouldn't have let the whatever those the coven of witches or whatever they are yeah you know teach him this stuff and it's like well you can't that's kind of crappy you can't take it back now he's like you know he's like learning and he's to the point where he's 
going to have to master it or else he's not going to be able to be the leader. So, so I, yeah, I didn't really, and he has I didn't his really own, like that. He has his own visions, too. He sees a future. In a yeah, life. that's true. At yeah. the end of the movie, it's kind of like that's the way to conclude this is his he finds the girl from his dreams and she's this person and he sees himself in the dreams like teeming with them. But, you know, they're obviously told by all the Imperial people that like, they're like not to be trusted. They're savages, all the, right. all the classic like indigenous people uh, right. slander that meet that good, that, you know, we're familiar with. So like th- that's, that's his, it's, it's only, it's, it's an arc, but I don't feel like Paul, Paul doesn't change. He just gets like, he just learns more. Like, I don't feel like he changes as a person. He just like gains experience. And like, cause I think from the beginning, he's like pretty, like he's, pretty capable i think he's he thinks the right way like i don't think he's yeah. like wrong-headed and believing like the empire is all powerful like he, he he i think he has a good intentions of of his future rule from the start which is why part of the reason why i like him yeah i think poe does too i think that that's that's the part of him that's his dad you know what i mean like yeah that's what he's that's what he's learned from him and then I think he's learned from his mom that there's there's something otherworldly going on, and then that's going to be part yeah, of there's the empire. His destiny is yeah. The emperor has some sort of thing. The witch lady has a thing, and like that's the thing is like everyone answers to the emperor. So technically, before the big fight happens, House Harkonnen and House Atreides are supposed to be on the same side. Like they're all supposed to be, you know. Uh, servants of the empire but they're not they, right but they somebody's their, and they're running they, yeah. they run their societies completely differently obviously because you know you like you like the atreides people you definitely don't like jabba's jabba's team i mean not that yeah. you get to know a lot of them really well <laughs> but you know you know you don't like him so that's enough right um, yeah yeah i well, am i'm excited uh, for another yeah. one of these hmm. well I am not. <laughs> so, do, so do, is I, did you have anything else? Or are you going to tell us if you recommend Dune or not? I don't think I have anything else. Was there anything else that I was thinking of in this? Not really. Just I, I needed a lot of explanation in the beginning, uh, which is not how I like to start a movie. Um, yeah, I no, I'm not recommending this to anybody that I know because they would be so mad at me to have to sit through something like this and everybody... Nobody else would sit through it if it were if they were watching on HBO Max after ten minutes of watching and not understanding anything they'd be like yeah I don't have time for this so. well that's why I had to just give it I read the first sentence from the Wikipedia page and like all right so let's not do do it that way anymore that's why this needs to be so long <laughs> and yet so it feels to me like so little ground is covered because they have to lay out the whole world otherwise you will not understand what's happening because everything is so everything is so different than what everything's know. different but everything's the same it's the same struggle it's the hero's you know it's the hero's plight and he's and it's there's a bad side and a good side then yeah, there's a side that they're fighting over which is even the better side yeah yeah i mean it's i mean do you if water world i mean all the, there's plenty of movies that have this kind of theme in it i i don't know why it had to take so long you know yeah, the theme is familiar, but I, I like, I don't know, I just like the world. I like, uh, I, I like yeah. the, these, like, giant factions of things, and they're all kind of, I like that they're all kind of, like, like, the societies are all kind of one, one together, too. Like, they're all kind of working, there's not, like, yeah. breakdowns within the houses that we've seen, so I'm maybe in the future. Yeah, not but, yet. I bet you there will be, but I the acting is good, can I say that? I think the acting is yeah good. A lot of so, good actors, yeah. a lot of actors, and a lot of good ones. I think. Um, 
Yeah, I, I recommend Dune. I liked it a, a, quite a bit. Uh, I had high expectations just because of the director and the ambition, and uh, it lived up to my own hype. And uh, I, <laughs> more surprisingly, I'm actually excited for more Dune because that first that mm. first one I saw is terrible, and I've tried to read like a passage from the book. I'm like, I don't fucking like. Maybe I would get it now, but like, it's just it's so dense. It's so like unnecessarily yeah. dense, and I think I think this streams lined streamlines it for a wide audience about as much as you can with a story like Dune. Well, and aren't there other, but it's not just one book of Dune. There's like, Oh yeah. There's more, there's more Dune. There's more, yeah, there's more stuff. Um, and I don't, I don't know what what happens in the story. So that's what I I try to spoiler free as far as what actually happens. Cause I, I'd be curious. I don't know where this, this goes exactly. Well, I think it's interesting to see as, you know, when this the second one comes out, I mean, hopefully we're all just back in theaters and there's not this, as much as it's nice to have an option to watch at home, that it's, it really does make a difference in your viewing of the films. Oh, I so, wish I saw this in the theater so bad. I yeah, really, so I'm hoping, I'm, one, I'm wondering what, yeah, I'm wondering how that will affect because I think that people are watching this now because they have HBO Max and it's something to watch and those might not be the people who go to see it in the, you know, in a movie. So, um, yeah, interesting. So it's one recommend for Dune, one not recommend for Dune. Uh, and that is just kicking off our big stuff. I don't know if I say theater, but that was technically streaming and theater, but, uh, we've got last night in Soho coming up. We've got Eternals coming up, which that's going to be interesting because mm-hmm. that is getting mixed reviews, mixed low. So many mixed reviews. I'm pretty scared because I was very hyped for Eternals <laughs> because the director is Chloe Jaw and she did Nomadland yeah. and she's another one of those yep. indie directors who wins a bunch of awards and then Marvel pick plucks them out of the crowd and says, all right, you made a really cool indie movie. Here's $150 make million dollars to make our next tentpole. Yeah. And uh, it sounds like not everyone thinks that was the right move in this case. So I want to weigh in. I can't we'll wait to see, see it. Uh, so yeah. in the meantime, if you have anything to recommend to us, we'll get to it probably the early next year when the garbage comes out again. Films with the Women <laughs> of My Life on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Brennan underscore pod host. And you can email the show, filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Thanks for being on for Dune, Mama K. You're welcome. How you doing? Uh, Till next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.